Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. HawkFanatic.com brought to you by Patrick Eads and his staff at Deary Brothers, Ford Lincoln. Uh, beautiful uh, new cars, pre-owns, and a great service department on Mormon Trek. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Falbo Brothers Pizza, Mike's Lock, and E-Keys for Cars. GT Car and his crew at Suple's Sighting and Remodeling, Suple's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROSE. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas, Players Sports Bar and Grill, downtown Iowa City, Henry's Painting, and Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Uh, Scoots has gone to the 22nd. Hunter's sitting in today. Here's Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com to take it away to carry us <laughs> through yeah. the morning. Yeah, I'm sure this is going to be some red-hot Hawkeye conversation. <laughs> hopefully hopefully, Karn calls. Oh, God. You and Hunter ready to bring it? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, what you and Hunter are really good at telling long stories. Just go. Take your turns. <laughs> Just ramble. Next thing you know, it'll be 10 o'clock. <laughs> well, to tell you the truth. You guys spend this hour trying to one-up each other with stories. <laughs> I just was trying to get some... Uh, some uh, stuff done at the house and learned that they uh, their email wasn't working and they got rid of their fax machine. And what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I have a contract. I'm doing roofing at the house. Okay, well, you act like I'm aware of that yeah. with this. I mean, no, you told me. You told me to just well, at start least give talking. some at least get some description. I so would I know have what got there. I would have got there. But so you, okay, so you're having problems at home. Not Wait. anymore. I took care of them this okay. morning. I heard, yeah. I heard you bitching about someone not showing up. Yeah. Look who did show up. Yeah. yeah. Thank I, you for doing I that. I show up more than anyone on this show. <laughs> yes. And I don't even work here. Boy, if there was, if there was a day for you to... Here. Well, I'm an independent contractor, but... If I there mean, was a day for you to not show up today, it would be the end. Why? What's going on? Is there... Nothing. I That's... Heard, oh, yeah. well, it's going to be... I mean, it's... Guys, it's June. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, we're into June here now. We're going to have some news. I think we'll get the assistant coach 
I think if it's not this week, it's going to be next week, I would think. And I've said before, I think it's Matt Gaten. Some Chris Murray's coming back. We've That's already happened. And um, football's in, what, 87 days? Yeah, I think Iowa, days. Fo- Iowa football tweeted Saturday 13 Saturdays. <laughs> you know? Well, you got to put something out there, I guess. I, I know, but God, let's at least enjoy the summer. I mean, it's freaking June. Instead of looking how close it is, let's say, hey, we're still three months away from football. Let's enjoy the summer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. I'm getting too old to just want the summer to go away so we can get to that South Dakota State opener. Yeah, you got to savor the days for sure. Yes. Um, got a lot of good compliments on the Sonano interview on Friday. That's good. Yeah, she was She was like I figured she would be. She's awesome. Up, very upbeat. Yeah. Easy to talk to. I'm sorry. To. Was it Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. It was Wednesday. We have the auction, auction yes. on Friday. I wasn't here. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, so no, it was, I mean, she's fun to talk to and... She's always in a good mood, it seems like. I mean, even when they lose, she handles it with maturity. And I mean, of course, she's pissed. But, I mean, that tough last game, I mean, she still stood up. And she faces it good or bad. And, I mean, she's going to leave here as one of the greatest centers ever. I mean, she's not Megan Gustafson, but she's not that far behind. I think she could score a lot more if they didn't have Caitlin Clark. They don't need her to score more. than, But she does score about 20 points a game. Yeah. See what Karn thinks. Well, Karn, you got 20 minutes. Take it away. <laughs> well, I could do that, but and I do know I'd that ramble. The, we do know that the Cubs lost five to three yesterday, so we don't have to go. Well, over that. they lost five to three yesterday, and then they did the same thing the day before on the second. Didn't watch any double header. They had the lead and they blew it. Yep. Didn't watch any of it. Yeah, believe- and they had a and they had a good chance of winning it at the end. But they just, they, they get the guys on, but they don't get them in. They suck. I mean. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Well, according to, like, they really didn't play a bad game, according to, because. According to who? The, well, well, according Cub- to David Ross, he thought they did a fairly good job, <laughs> except they just had a few little bobbles there and there, and that caused them to lose. Okay. Well, the good teams take advantage of that, and the I mean, Cardinals are a good team. So what, we're down to moral vi- – and they're really not, though, this year. They're not that much over 500. Down to but moral they, victories. We're down to moral victories. But they and, always – Well, they did strike gold, goldsmiths out good, several times. Good. <laughs> good. But they had some good pitching. It's just that the offense doesn't come through. You get the guys on the base, and they die there. And then I'll look someday and see a game where Stroman pitches well, and they get beat 3-1. to one. I mean, right. they're, just, they're just not a good team, Karn. They're just not good. And nothing's going to change during the. We're over. We're almost halfway through the season, and they suck. Well, and one of you pointed out, you know, they don't exactly have a murderer's row. They don't have anything. You know, it's it, maybe this guy will get a hit. They don't have any like threats. In Where the are they now? Eight, nine games below five. They're on pace to be about fifteen to twenty games below yeah. below five hundred with the way they're playing, and that's that's just not something to rally behind. I'm sorry. I'm well, pe- I mean, you you get rid of most of the guys you had before, and you're just getting all these young. People in there, or veterans who aren't very cheap, veterans who aren't very good, and it's not rocket science why they're not good. Well, the good news is they're playing a team that's just as bad as they are tonight. They got a two game. The Pirates? No, the Orioles. Okay. The Orioles, Baltimore. Uh, They're both of them. But they don't play tonight. They play. This is a. Oh, you're you're right. You're right. They play tomorrow. Cubs rarely play on Mondays. Yeah, so they each have won twenty three games. Orioles have won or lost one more game. They're twenty three and thirty (laughs) three. What are the Cubs? Twenty-three and thirty-two. Thirty-two, yes. And nine games below five hundred. Yeah. So they're they're on pace to be between twenty and twenty-five games below five hundred. And then they're just going to get slaughtered at the, at the Yankee Stadium. 
Oh, that's right. And they have three, was it three games there? Yeah, and yeah. they and the Yankees have already won 39 games. Gee, probably. I wonder why. You know why? Because they spend money. They spend money, yes. They want to be competitive. You're in and you're out. And they then sp- they, one of their players used to be a Cub. Yeah. Yep. Yep, they spent money to. Rizzo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they they go in, they get the good players, and then the Cubs get good players, and then they ship them out. Yeah. Yep. No interest in the Cubs right now. Sorry. I just, they're just. It was supposed well, to be I, different I've under been a, a fan, and I, I still hang by him. I'm, I'm a fan, but I'm not like you. I've just got better things to do than watch a dying well, organization. Well, see, you have to be a good fan. I, I'm not a good fan. I'm a bad fan. Kids in school that. I'm a bad Cubs fan. When they wore fan. those Michigan shirts to school, I said, what are you doing, just grabbing names? How many little Michigan kids are running around with Iowa shirts on? <laughs> I'm a bad Cubs fan. <laughs> You have to be a good fan. You don't go out and name grab. Well, you know, they the Cubs had a, a really good thing going when they were a, were on WGN, a super station, and, and, you know, they were all over the country. People would watch them, and, cause, and, and kids would watch them because they played day games back in the day, and it's kind of filtered it through the through the uh, years, and, and now, you know, you can get get your game anywhere you want, no matter who you're But a lot of those times, those day games, they suck back then, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm just tired well, of the Cubs sucking. Now, you can say all these narratives. Weren't they the They're last just, team to play night games? I believe yes. so. Yes, they I'm were. just tired of them sucking. I don't think it's asking too much for an organization with that much money. And I mean, they could be so much better, and yet they're not. You're in and you're out. They're just not, and it gets old. Well, then, you know, you, 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 you sign somebody like Stroman, and you think, oh, it's going to be great. Well, that's one. <laughs> He's also Stroman would be third or fourth pitcher on a lot of teams. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just I don't. Let's move on to the Hawks. I'm tired of talking <laughs> about the three. This, is, this isn't Cubs fanatic. It's Hawks. Fanatic. We don't have much to say about that. Yeah, but at least they're not they losing doing anything. They got track coming up here in a little bit. But yeah, I'm tired of the Cubs. Well, the wrestlers competed over the weekend, and uh, well, yeah, I'm Patrick. Um, one one and uh, Cassiope one. Yep. Just heard that. Heard your guys' update. Yep. Posted on the website. And yeah, that's good news. I don't know how much that's reflective of what's going to happen in the NCAs. Now. I don't know wrestling enough to know. Well, I'm wondering if the guys go out and wrestle two different styles. Like college wrestling is a little bit different than oh, it's, what they're doing. Yes. Does that throw them or what? I don't know. I would. My guess at this level, you can do both. I would think when you're yeah. this level, when you're this good and this accomplished, you can do both. But this is a different style of wrestling. Like I said, I have no idea if it has any barrier. Oh, does this mean Cassiope's going to win the? He- I mean, he's going to have a chance now that Gable Stevenson's gone. Well, I mean, Gable Stevenson will be gone. I mean, yeah. the heavyweight for the last three, two years has just been an afterthought. There's been, and so we'll see. But Cassiope is that Paris still there uh, from? Michigan? I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's still there or not. So I would imagine Tony will be in the discussion seriously next year for now that Stevenson's gone. Now, in the world uh, competition, are there chairs under the mat so they can, th- you know, bang them over each, each other's heads? That like I they- don't know. I don't. <laughs> wrestling That's is pros. not something I'm very don't familiar they have with. Break- breakaway chairs. <laughs> Probably. I hope so. <laughs> for their you, for their sake. You could really hurt somebody. I think you could. Yes. Yes. Well, they did have one guy talk. He said, "You still get hurt." Well, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, things can happen, that's for sure. What are we talking about now, all-star wrestling? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're going to WWE We're now. just, like, finding the subjects I can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever gone to any of that? No. God, no. I used to have to see it. 
my one brother-in-law wanted to go, so he took me, and I thought, oh, my Never God. Never been interested. I'd go see a heavy metal band before I'd go see... I got paid $400. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Well, I didn't pay anything. He paid my way in. But in cash. I, if somebody, I thought, oh, this is this is not what I like. If somebody offered me four hundred, I'd think about going to some. I'm just not into. I've never been into. Uh, back in the old days, Haystack Calhoun, yes, but not the stuff <laughs> now. Haystack. Yeah, but you should see the people there. They really get wrapped up in. Oh it. yeah, of course they do. That's yeah. fine. But well, they get wrapped up in monster truck races, uh, too. and I think that I'm happy for them. But that's where you're wrong. And then, and then they go and spend tons of money. They used to buy those Hulk, those uh, Hulk shirts. Ripped little rips all over, <laughs> and all they pay thirty bucks for those stupid things. But you're wrong about one thing, Karn. I don't need to see those people <laughs> at all. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> well, Pat, there's life out there. Well, I know there's life out there, but there's a life beyond All Star Wrestling and the Cubs. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Yeah, I went down and saw the Co- Cedar County Cobras on Saturday. Oh, did you? Yeah, I walked down there from my house. Kind of regretted that. It was a little, that was a bit of a long, a six and a half a walk. mile walk. The walk home <laughs> was not as fun as the walk there. I'm sure not. But I felt, I mean, I was beat the rest of the day. It was, it was about 6.3 miles from my house round trip. And I saw them, I watched them for about an hour. They're good. I didn't realize it's only two people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing the amount of sound that they're able to make, two people. And that dobro that that dude has. Um, is amazing. It's right. uh, uh, a steel guitar. Well, he, did, he played five. He played five different guitars. Yeah, and then she played the mandolin and this big bass, a small. It was really impressive. Yeah, they're 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 really. The good. sound was people there. Well, there was there was the ped mall, so people were coming and going. And, oh, um, okay. Um, so yeah, but there they were, do have a little thing out you could throw money in. They did not have that. They were playing under a canopy under right next to the graduate. Yeah, that's, even, that's a permanent stage. I didn't there. even know it was called the Graduate Hotel. When's it? How long has it been that? Uh, ten years. Oh, been <laughs> that for a while. No, not that long. <laughs> well, it's been it's been a long been a couple long. of years. Wasn't it the Sheridan before? Yes, yes a long one. Okay. It's now the graduate. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think it, it changed hands during COVID. <laughs> so did no, Dustin. No, it was way, right before. It, it was before COVID. Did yeah. Dustin Hoff, did he do the ribbon cutting? Yes, he did. <laughs> no, it's nice well, down there. I'm going to let you guys All go. right, Karn. Well, we just killed 20 minutes with Karn. <laughs> Thank you, Karn. <laughs> and and, and uh, I, I think we're always going to have a good center with the women because as long as Jan uh, Jensen's there, she seems to really know how to get the grade out of the center. Oh, she's good at developing post players. Yes, she is. Yep. Okay. Well, All right, Karn. Take care and don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Karn. <laughs> Not sure what that means, but but no, I went down. It was, it, was, it was what I don't get, and I don't want to piss people off. Maybe you guys will disagree. I don't understand the people that bring their dogs to stuff like that. I no, understand. We, I'm absolutely. The dogs it. are not happy. No. They're anxious. They fight. They, I don't get it. I've, yeah, and we say it over and over again, and not only do we say it, some of the art says it, you know, and no, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. They're not doing the dog any favor. And you should see the movie Dog. Is it about Dog the Bounty Hunter? No, it's a no. <laughs> no, it's about a it's about a uh, a dog. A dog. The dog's that, part of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Is it sad? Uh, parts of it are, but 
it's does it end happy? Yes. Okay, because I'm not going to watch a dog movie. No, that ends I, sad. listen. I checked out the damn movie to find the ending. I didn't even care about spoiling. I mean, Marley and me just freaking ruined. No, me. this is this is a really. It was put out like it was a comedy, and it's not a comedy. It had some comedic things in it, but it's not a comedy. It's a, it's with does the, the dog talk? Tatum. No, the dog does not talk. <laughs> okay, good. I just it's a make... dog that was in war. Okay, and uh, a soldier that is taking the dog home uh, to a funeral uh, oh. of the dog's master, and uh, who was in the war got killed. In I the could war. see myself liking that. It it was really. Yeah, and it ends well. I just don't need to watch sad pet movies. No, the dog doesn't die. I mean, Marley and me, I didn't really even like it that much getting to the end. I mean, I just thought the dynamic between, what's her name, Jennifer and his, it just didn't work. The whole movie just, and then you knew the dog was going to die. Well, I don't, yeah, I wouldn't watch it. Uh, I checked on this, you know, and I didn't care whether I wasn't going to watch a dog die. Uh, You know, I could watch, like, (laughs) you know. Die Hard, where everybody's shooting everybody. I don't yeah. mind people getting killed. Yeah. I just can't want. Like yeah. I, I made it through. Have you watched War Horse? Uh, once I did. I, it was tough to get, but the ending is so good. But man, I almost had to change. Change. Yeah. I couldn't. What we put horses through in war. Oh yeah. Oh, God, I mean, yes. we're we're we are just the worst. Well, and this shows this dog was in war, and the dog has PTSD, um, and so does, and he's had a brain injury. Uh, the soldier, uh, but it shows how intelligent these animals are and oh, how sure. they bond. Well, I have a book. You. I have a book about a soldier who, the dog that he worked with over in Iraq, he brought it home with him and he yeah. adopted it, and and I think the dog's still alive. I mean, it's a, it's right on the front of my this, living. This I think mirrors that. That, but it might be the. It, I'll bring yeah. that book in Wednesday. It's it's right there on my living room yeah. table. I've read it. It's really good, and um, this dog. Um, was with this guy. They f- witnessed death together. They they survived death, and mm. now they're living. I think they live in Oregon. I think that's where they live. I, I don't know, but I've read the book. I read it a while I ago. I think had, this is okay. It could be the spinoff from that, but but yeah, no, I would definitely watch that. No. I mean, I can even watch Dory. Have you seen A Dog's Way Home with Ashley Judd? And uh-uh. I mean, it's pretty corny. It's um like the dogs. It's, it's a VA. Ho- well, it's a VA hospital in Denver, and the dog runs gets loose and's gone for like two and a half years, and it finds its way home, and out in the wilderness, it's literally raised. It teams up with a mountain lion, and the mountain lion helps watch this dog. The dog finally makes its way back home, and it has. To, there's this evil um, animal rescue guy that's just out to get dogs, and it's it's interesting. It ends happy. It's a, it's a good one, but it's kind of dorky, but a dog's way home. It's interesting. Okay. Have you seen the one with Richard Gere um, where the dog comes back? It's sad. The one over in Japan... Where the dog comes back to this, it sits at the same place waiting for its master to come home. After the master died, like for fifteen years, it did this. Um, what's it called? Yachi, the yellow dog. So it's it's a sad one. It's with Richard. It's I, I want to see it, it. It had happy moments at times, but it, it was sad too. Yeah. I just I just hate it when. But no, I understand. And some of the people, I get it. Like there was this guy who he had this. I have you guys ever seen an Irish wolfhound? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're freaking yeah. massive. He walked through twice, but he didn't stay. But there was times where you had dogs from different parties trying to get at each other from their leashes. Yeah. And in a crowd, I just, it's just, I, no, I it's ridiculous. It. I mean, if I would have brought Lakota down there, he would have just ruined it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just would have been, he would have been miserable being on the leash. 
He would have seen other things. He just would have just been to complete chaos. That's why I never took him. No, they don't think, you know, and plus the pavement's hot. Yeah, that too. That that always makes me mad when I see them walking their dogs on the pavement. No, you're not doing the the dog. And it was raining off and on at times, too. It did rain a little bit. It's not doing the dog any favors. But no, I've just never understood that. Yeah. And it was a decent crowd. I mean, it was, they started playing around 3.30. So, um, and this was the side stage. They weren't on the right, they weren't big on stage. The- but man, for two people, the, and, um, the sound was... And I know they've been in here, yeah. but I didn't realize then it was they too... I'm like, God, how are you squeezing a big... But with them, it's easy to... I mean, yeah. although her base is pretty big, but man, she's good. She's talented. Yep. And then I tweeted that I was watching him. I'm like, that's Scratch's dad on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but they did folk. I mean, they did all these different types of music. They did Muddy Waters. And most of the songs that they did were written in the 20s. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was, no, it was, it was neat. I walked by their house, his house yesterday thinking Scratch might be out and he might be out to tell him I really enjoyed it. But they, two days in a row now, Scratch has not been outside at times when he normally would it's be. hot. What do you think? Scratch is like... Pfft. I don't need to see that clown walking by. <laughs> Guy's a weirdo anyway. It, it was human. It was human. Yeah. I can't believe you walked from your house downtown. That's that's a long trek, man. 6.3 miles. Yeah, so you walked over 12 miles yesterday. No, it was round trip. Oh, round trip. Yeah, still, round that's, trip. That's still a long trip. Yeah, time. I usually do five to five and a half, but uh-huh. that one I did a little extra. But it's really, once you get up to Summit Street, it's just it's downhill from there. And but no, the walk home after you stay, if you walk for three, and I walk pretty hard, I walk about four miles per hour. Uh-huh. But if you do that and then you stop and watch a band play for an hour, getting back going again is a little hard, yeah. Leaving the ped mall, that but then once you get going again, but no, I could have easily accepted a ride home on my way home, but <laughs> nobody was there to offer, so I had to make it all the way home myself. Wow, and once I got home, I drank a beer for every mile I walked. <laughs> I did. <laughs> God, we're half an hour into this thing. Well, Suter, are they on the? Are they flying yet? Were they flying out this morning? They, I believe so. Yeah, they were in Chicago yesterday. Yeah, they went and stayed at a hotel. I mean, think about how much money they're spending just to get to onto that plane. Yeah, think about that. Gas to Chicago and back now, what two hundred bucks? You got to fill up three three yeah. times at He's least. He's got a hybrid though, yeah. doesn't he? So yeah, he's got a hybrid. Well, okay, one hundred and fifty. Okay, night in a hotel there, one fifty. Oh, no. Less or more? More. Really? Near oh, the yeah. airport? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then dinner at Harry Carey's, 100? You, <laughs> I mean... I have never stayed out, out there. I don't I, know. It's, it, I bet it's 250 to 275. Uh, I don't think... I don't think... I Google out of my phone, but then I get See, I'm curious. I would be surprised if it's that. I mean, we don't know where... Where's he staying, do you know? Just O'Hare... Just put O'Hare Hyatt or something Yeah, like do that. something like that. I'd be surprised if it's 250. But the ones downtown... Are two fifty, but they're downtown. Yeah, and because a lot of the ones that we stay at for like media, it's two fifty, and then we'll get a room rate for like one seventy five. Does that include parking, or do you have to pay? No, parking's thirty bucks a day. Wow, downtown parking is thirty to fifty bucks a day. If you do valet, it's like fifty. Okay, Uh, it's two hundred unless you go to Priceline. That's one hundred and fifty. Okay, that booking one hundred fifty XP. So at the minimum, he's spending one fifty at the minimum. Probably. For one night in a hotel, but then they're aren't they parking their car there for yes. two weeks? Yes. Yeah. I mean that. Think about that. Four hundred dollars. No. No. For, they got the whole thing for four hundred parking. No. Oh, I don't know what they're doing parking. Well, they I have to imagine park. it's going to be like three hundred at least. I mean, they're going to be there. They're going to yeah. be parked there for four. 
14, 15 days. Yeah. It could be more. So, it's going to be more than 300. So, yeah, at, at, at 30 bucks, even at just 30 bucks a day, it's that's 400. And they don't have a swimming pool. And they might the they might give them a deal if they're if they're staying on the way back. I mean, they're dropping close to 1,000 just to go there. <laughs> okay, TripAdvisor says that normally if you don't go through one of these things, it's $269 a night. But most people I would imagine would go and I get it for one. One, I'm, I would be shocked if Suter didn't get some type of just deal. To, he doesn't just call like David Nevin in a smoking jacket. No. Just call up the, the Hyatt. Give me a suite. My guess is I most will be of arriving the people, Sunday afternoon. Most of the people staying in those hotels are not paying two seventy. Oh, no, night. no yeah, way. No, no way. But that's what anyway. That's what TripAdvisor says. Well, TripAdvisor is also trying to get you to use their service. Well, too. Course, yeah. So, yeah. So. Yeah. But they can't just lie and give false prices. Because in the well, the hotel would sue them, wouldn't they? If they found out they're saying they're more expensive than they are to try to get business. I got a hotel in Ogala, Ogallala, Nebraska, so the Sunday before Thanksgiving on a Sunday night for twenty-seven bucks. <laughs> yeah, with stains, bed bugs, and I was, scurvy. It was concrete block. <laughs> uh, I will give you that, and, and tile floors. But were there you know, stains? But the the bed was the the bed was comfortable and. Uh, no stains. Uh, the, the curtains had some stains on them, yeah. yeah. Some, like, water damage or something. Water damage, you wish. That <laughs> <laughs> was everything but water on those curtains. No, I just, Tears, well, pee. I, I just needed a place to, to, get a, to get a night's sleep. I don't... You, it, the oh. TV worked, and it was all right. Oh, uh, there's, like... I s- stumbled on this thing, uh, maybe Friday night on uh, Netflix... Where they did, uh, it's like a little documentary, and it wasn't, I think it was like 45 minutes uh, of the door cover bands, doors cover bands. And there's this, and there's this one, and I, and I thought, well, screw this. But then the first one uh, was from uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, Imagine that. And the guy comes on stage seriously drunk. <laughs> well, but and, 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 you're going to play it right. And, well, Does he pee himself or anything? Huh? Does he puke or pee himself? He makes he gags. He doesn't puke all the way. Does he masturbate or anything? Yeah, no, he's not masturbating. Well, I'm just going by everything Morrison did. <laughs> yeah. But he is absolutely drunk, and you can't understand half of the lyrics. Well, that's it, it, pretty it showed, like by the middle of the set. And he's just chugging them down, and they do beers this, or hard liquor, huh? Hard liquor, and they do it, and they do it like two hundred uh, n- nights a year. They show up at these festivals so he's drunk and stuff. Nights a year. Seriously, <laughs> wow. but he's but he's also just pounding hard liquor. Yes, not like whiskey. He's not like drinking Jack like, Daniels. He's not drinking Coors Light. No, it's like Jack Daniels. God, I, I mean, just, I that's one of the bottles they showed. I don't remember I just the other do bottles that. they showed. Speaking of that, I'm at a, I won't say the convenience store, but I'm at a convenience store yesterday, and I see a guy, a former Iowa assistant baseball coach, and we, hey, how you doing? We're talking, and, and I'm like, and then there's this drunk guy in front of me getting a bottle of 7-Up and a cheap pint of, I don't know, does he, I didn't realize this place, do convenience stores sell liquor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize, but, and he's there, and you could tell he's just all, Hello. so I'm having to have this conversation with this guy, and he just keeps interrupting. I said, I said to the guy, I'm like, man, are you still living here? And he starts laughing, <laughs> I can't believe you asked me. Finally, I'm like, dude, would you just shut up? <laughs> and then he looked at me like he was stunned. He was staggering. They probably shouldn't have sold to him, but they did. I mean, the kid working the counter looked like he was about 18. <laughs> 
But and then um, then when he's leaving, I'm sorry. And he, you know how just a loud drunk uh, on a I, on a whining jag. I hate the crying drunks. And he was just the he just was interrupting and getting in everyone's business while waiting in line. And unfortunately, this place does take some time to get you out of there. And um, but it was just so annoying. But. He was. He was walking down. He lived in an apartment right across the street, and he left there with his big... And when he was leaving, he was pouring... Seven, <laughs> it was just... And cranking, just chugging. And this was like one in the afternoon. Wow. I think I want to see this guy. Do we need to... Well, should we take a break? It's 9.30. Yeah, why don't we? Let's take a break. All right. We'll be back. 1-800-800-ROSE 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country 1-800-800-ROSE It's so easy, just remember one number 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist 1-800-800-ROSE Remember Just about the time Willa Dickens began as a watchmaker at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers a romantic notion was blooming in 1940s America the idea that a diamond like love itself is precious and lasting More than ever before proposals began including twinkling rings and velvet lined Hertine and Stocker boxes Decades of engagements and countless shimmering rings later Happy, nervous hands are still accepting these promises of always from Hertine and Stalker. The designs are always modern and fresh, but the service is still as exceptional as it was in those very early days. Perhaps that rare blend of past and present is the reason Hertine and Stalker has been voted best jewelry store in Iowa City eight years running. Stop and see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hertine and Stalker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Get ready for a pizza experience like no other. Valbo Brothers Pizzeria features high-quality ingredients combined with traditional pizza technique from their New York style thin crust Chicago style deep dish to stuffed pizza when you want it. Felbo's pizzas are handmade and cooked in stone deck ovens. Check out the carryout special either a two topping extra large thin crust or single topping large deep dish pizza pie for only $11.99. Felbo's South Gilbert and Iowa City Crosspark Road in Coralville. Check Facebook for specials and get 15% off your first delivery or carryout order by signing up online at FalboBrothersPizza.com Falbo Brothers Pizza. Buy the pie or buy the slice. Once upon a time in the land of the Hawkeyes, a business grew. A business that would become synonymous with real estate. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson of Hawkeye Title and Settlement. When you're buying or selling your home, you'll need title and settlement services. Consider the Hawkeye Title and Settlement team. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. 
With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog, an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting events. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Hi, this is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln of Iowa City. At some point, your vehicle is going to need maintenance or service work done. And Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln, Iowa City is the place to go. Here's why. Here the people make the difference. Fixing cars is what we do, but it's the people here that make the difference. Great people who live right here in the community who are really good at fixing vehicles. The longevity of our staff cannot be compared. More than half of the employees at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln have been here for over a decade. Our mechanics have more than 150 years of combined experience. Service advisors having over 90 years of combined experience. We not only service Fords and Lincolns, but all brands. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln is proud to offer the most competitive pricing in the area. We work hard to keep the labor costs down at a time when everything else is going up. If you haven't had a chance to see why our people make a difference, give us a try the next time you need work done. At Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on the corner of Mormon Truck Boulevard and Highway 1 Iowa City, DearyFord.com, here for you. Henry's Painting in Coralville is your premier painting source that offers free estimates, fair pricing, and quality work. Owner Henry Herrera is an Iowa City West alum who uses only Sherwin-Williams products for his projects. 
With warmer weather upon us, it's time to consider exterior repaint jobs for your home or business. Henry's Painting can help you find and change your tones and colors for a fresh look. For more information, go to the Henry's Painting and Contracting website, henryspaintingcontract.com. You can also go to their Facebook page or give Henry's Painting a call at 319-333-9796. That's 319-333-9796. Henry's Painting. They don't cut corners, they paint them. Rise and dine at the Oxyoke Inn. Hi, this is Abby and I'll be serving breakfast your way, family style. Pass the bowls and platters around or order off the menu. There's so many choices. Eat hearty or light, the choice is yours. Serving breakfast Saturday and Sunday, 8 until 10 a.m. Take the easy drive just 20 minutes from Cedar Rapids and Coralville. Go to oxyokein.com or just stop in to see me at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. The Oxyoke Inn. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. Scattered showers and thunderstorms are possible this morning into early this afternoon, then those will gradually end. We will gradually clear out here by later this afternoon into this evening. Our high today, 76. The wind out of the west this morning, becoming northerly at 5 to 15 this afternoon. Tonight, mostly clear, 58. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 78. Scattered showers, thunderstorms possible again tomorrow night, right on through Wednesday. Wednesday's high 77. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now at 66. Hawkfanatic.com is back. Take it away, Pat. <laughs> We've gone 40 minutes and it went pretty smoothly. But we didn't talk a lot of Hawks. I don't know the, what is there to... Well, all that's left now is track. You got the 10 qualifiers from the men's side and the six qualifiers on the women's side, but that's it. Yeah, I mean, June and July are the... Like I said, I'm trying to... I've, I'm going to call Steve Rowe and reach out again, trying to get Kirk and Brian on either in June or July. I mean, May was bad because they were on the road recruiting. June, the obstacle with June is they have all these camps, but... I would, it'd be nice, um, I think la the last time we had Kirk on, I think it was in late June or early July. Things really slow down for them in July. The other problem, though, is July is like their one month to get away from everything. I don't right. like bugging them to be on. I'd rather have them be on when they're kind of in, in their routine of working and what have you. So there's a lot of um, recruiting camps going on with Iowa football. You see it all over Twitter now, guys thanking the coaches for offers. Oh, yeah. For visits and stuff like that. And um, I did notice there's a... F uh, top 50 basketball player um bowl it's it, i think it's the younger brother of i don't know if it's minute bull's son or whatever but he is a uh four-star forward and it looks like iowa and florida state may be among his he, he says he's really intrigued by iowa because of what they did with the murray twins but he really likes florida state and leonard hamilton's been in on him for a long time so i mean i was in the running he's definitely setting up an official visit taylor bull bowen is his name taylor bull bowen so i don't know if he's related, because that was Bull Bull was Manute's son. So I'm not sure exactly what his bloodlines are, but he is a very coveted recruit with a, 
a lot of offers, and he does speak fondly of Iowa, and he has set up an official visit. So he's in the class of 23, so we'll see. Yeah. I never get too ex- – I mean – Well, you can't tell. Yeah, well, kids. I mean, that's some, that's how a lot of people make their living, speculating yeah. that stuff. Yeah. You know, <laughs> crystal balls and – I know, but it's just – you know, 62% I mean, chance he's going to Providence or <laughs> all that stuff. I just don't pay any attention to that stuff. Some people do, though. There's I don't know where they get the percentages, though, at all, you know – yeah, there's a chance, but how do they? Say oh, there's a lot of self-proclaimed percent. experts when it comes to yeah. recruiting. There's a lot of people out there that want you to think that they know what the hell's going on, and I, who knows? Maybe they do. They don't. But that's why I pay for people to do my recruiting for me, because <laughs> I just don't have the time to do it, and I'm just not as interested in it as I was maybe 30 years ago. Well, we're following around. Kids but you have to cover it. You have your, to cover it. Though. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm willing to pay. I mean, I pay for. I mean, I pay thousands of dollars a year to cover it. It's just not something I enjoy doing. You know speculating on where kids are going to go, but it's definitely a part of something you have to do. I mean, it drives a lot of traffic for us, our recruiting coverage and what have you. You just have to do it. And I wrote a column yesterday. I just don't think this NIL stuff's going to end up being a big, huge factor at Iowa because I think it's going to be more of the same. Now, Ohio State, yeah, they're going to come up. Their football coach said that they're going to need $13 million a year to keep their roster intact. I mean, but that's the pre- <laughs> that's the problem with recruiting four and five star recruits. There's a demand for those. Iowa doesn't, and Iowa doesn't get. The, if I'm Iowa, the biggest worry I would have with NIL is what Charlie Jones did. Even though I don't think Charlie Jones did it with NIL, tons of NIL money. What I would worry about because Iowa basically gets the same type of recruits. They get most of their recruits are from the Midwest. They're three stars. They pick Iowa over Indiana and maybe a Michigan State here and a Purdue. They're not guys that have the leverage to demand huge NIL coming out of high school. And I know people say, well, you're not supposed to offer NIL money to recruits. Well, just quit being naive because it's happening. I yeah, mean, it's happening. You're not supposed but this, to. But this, oh, they're not supposed to do anything until they get on campus. My worry if I'm Iowa is you have somebody, let's say Tyler Linderbaum hadn't grown up in Solon, a huge Hawkeye fan, grown up in Florida, came here as an under-recruited recruit and just blossomed, became the best son in the country. My worry then would be a kid like that going into that fourth or fifth year, not maybe wanting to go to the NFL yet, maybe, ah, wow, Texas has offered me 50 grand to come play my last year. That's what I would worry about if I'm Iowa down the road. I don't think there will be a lot of cases like that, but I'm more worried about that because Iowa's not going to be dueling with Ohio State and Alabama for five-star kids. They weren't before NIL, and they're not going to be now. Only in isolated cases. Caden Proctor, because he lives here, that's the only reason they're in on him, because he's from here, and they get it. I think they're going to get him. That's my. I think they're going to get Proctor. That's my gut feeling, because I do think home has a lot of pull. His good friend Wampa's already here. But I don't know. With him, they may need some NIL money. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't. The only reason I say that with him is because of who he is. I mean, he does have offers that most kids from Iowa don't have. I just don't think the NIL – Kirk is not going to let the NIL become a circus bidding war. He's just not going to let that happen. He's not going to coach that way. And I think the way Iowa's doing it, I, I, I don't really have a strong opinion whether it's good or bad, but they want to distribute everything equally. That's going to cost them with some recruits, but it's not going to cost them with the bulk of the recruits they get. I don't think with any coach uh, that's going to come here uh, that the university is going to allow uh, that. Well, and at schools like Ohio State, you have to. I yeah. mean, if you, yeah. they thrive on four and five stars, but – they thrive on getting guys from Alabama, and those guys, those guys are in high demand, and they have a lot of leverage. So I see what basically what Ryan Day is saying to the boosters is if you want us to keep all these stars here with schools like Texas A&M and everyone pushing up their 
NIL stuff, we need money. You're going to have, and that's basically, that was his way of saying, this is what we're going to need every year, year in and year out to keep our roster the way it's used to being at Ohio State. And that's NIL. That's the new world. I just don't think, I, I mean, I was talking about doing one between two and four million a year. So think about the difference. And they want to distribute it equally amongst, you know, give them a monthly stipend. Yeah. And I, I get that. I get what I was doing. But a school like Ohio State can't do that. They just can't. They're in a completely different market. Well, and we'll always be, we'll always be out of that market. Yes. Now, that's not just because of the moral fiber. That's because of who Iowa is. Yeah. Iowa's never going to be recruiting with Ohio State and Notre Dame and Michigan for four- and five-star guys in basketball or football. It's just not. I mean, George Raveling did it for a couple of years in basketball, and that was an isolated case. But more times than not, Iowa's going to get the three-star. They're going to develop him, and they're going to more times than not have success with those guys. But I don't think those guys will be a big NIL in NIL demand, I, sh I should say. That's maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I mean Charlie Jones. People are like, oh, Purdue must. I mean, if Purdue offered, I, I'd be shocked if we read down the road that Purdue offered Charlie Jones a hundred thousand dollars to come return punts and be a receiver. I think this is more of a transfer portal situation where he took advantage of the circumstances and wants to play in a better offense. I think that's what it is. Wants to highlight his receiving skills more for the NFL, and he's worried that he won't be able to do that in Iowa's limited offense. I think it's that more than, I mean, $5,000 NIL package or whatever. I'm sure there's probably going to be some NIL money there for him because that's the way it is now. But I, like I said, I would be surprised if that was the driving force behind his decision. No, and, yeah, it's offense. It has – I mean, it makes sense why he would want to leave. I mean, it's – I mean – especially since he's not even starting. I mean, he's still listed as a backup. But, I mean, the thing with Charlie Jones is what's tough about it is he is such a good punt and kick returner, and that's a big loss. I know the narrative is out there, oh, that we're going to be better off without him. I, I don't know how you can say that until you can say it. Why is it all – but that's – that, that Iowa's not the only school that does that, though, Steve. Every school does that. Media for certain uh, – there's certain people in the media that will always push we're better off without this guy when he leaves because that's part of the damage control and moving forward. I, I hope Iowa is better off. I mean, I, I mean, we all benefit if why Iowa's better. Why would it be? But why would, why would you be better without the Big Ten's top returner <laughs> who returns kicks and punts? How are you better off without that? I, mean, I don't get it. I don't I get mean, it. I don't get and it. And in fairness, Iowa football – well, I guess they have – they haven't really come out and said that. It's just there's some in the media that are pushing that narrative because I think they think that's what fans want to hear. And some fans want to hear that. I can't push that because I don't know if that's going to be true or not. I'm concerned about their return game. I don't I, – who else do they do that? We're better off without them. And, well, they do it when a, lot, when a lot of guys leave. I'm trying yeah. – um, but the thing is with Iowa's special teams now, they have to replace their kicker and their all-Big Ten returner. That's a concern. Right now, I can't say special teams is a strength for Iowa right now. There's too much uncertainty. Yeah, I just never get that, well, we're better off. But, yeah, that happens a lot. But that, that's just, that's a lot, that's the way. I think people, also, it's a way to deal with what they perceive as betrayal, too. Man, I can't believe oh, yeah. Charlie's leaving. And Char <clears throat> the timing of Charlie's decision is tough. I get it. I mean, like Suter said, Suter's pissed. I mean, and as a fan, that's his right. He doesn't want, I mean, he, but the best was when Tom had to clarify that he didn't wish any harm to Charlie. <laughs> you know, like he felt he had to clear, he had to clear that <laughs> yeah. situation. Doesn't get injured on the first punt return of the season. Or like something. he was saying, he's kind of like saying he's noble by saying he doesn't want this young man to get hurt playing football. <laughs> but Suter's, like he says, I don't want him to be successful. And Suter's pissed. Yeah. I get it. I'm sure there's a lot of Iowa fans that are pissed that he waited this long to do it. But 
I think extenuating circumstances, I think circumstances that Purdue changed and then an opportunity presented itself after spring ball. That's what I think happened. And now you can come and go with this free COVID year. Is it me or is this free COVID year just been hanging on for COVID has been gone for two years and we still have free COVID years. Uh, yeah, COVID ain't gone. Well, I mean, it's been gone from as yeah. far as uh, impacting competition yeah. is what I'm saying. I mean, it's, and yet we still, I think we're getting to the very end of all these free COVID years for yeah. athletes. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, COVID's not gone. I was telling you guys, I went to high V yesterday and I was like the only one not wearing a mask. I felt kind of out of place. No, uh, it's uh, our uh, weather guy, uh, Corey uh, Hartman, uh, one of our weather people. He's got COVID. He's not in the hospital, and he's uh, you know not dying or anything, but he's pretty miserable. Yeah, is home. he bedridden? Uh, no, but he can't taste or smell anything, and he just feels like crap. No, he you know. But no, it's not going away. The vaccine away. works. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I'm not worried. I've been yeah. double boosted, and, God, I've gotten this. I, I was thinking this past year I've got, gotten two shingle shots, four COVID shots, <laughs> colonoscopy, and hernia surgery. I mean, it's been an active year. And new teeth. And new teeth. <laughs> and, well, no, the hernia surgery is more expensive than the teeth. Yeah. Hernia surgery was around thirty grand. Wow. My uh, brother in Germany, hip replacement. Uh, hip replacement, both of them. What, five yeah. bucks? Uh, ten. Ten dollars. He's paid ten dollars. But he, but it, they pay for it in taxes though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah but Which yeah. I mean, it's whatever. Whatever. Or not ten dollars. I'm mean, sorry. It's fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. But it was fifty dollars. But still. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, well, I don't want my t- tax dollars paying for other people's uh, health yes. problems, and you know, I, everybody is going to have health problems. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Everybody's going to have health problems. It's not like. Anybody's escaping here without, okay, yeah, I, you just I've been fine all my life, but, but uh, goodbye. And well, and they're going to get you either way. You're either going to pay less or more monthly. Yeah. If you pay less monthly, you're going to pay more when you actually have a procedure done. I, Absolutely. I knew that. I don't pay that much monthly right now, but my I had to pay seven grand out of my pocket for the hernia surgery. It would be yeah. about 5500 probably. They're going to get, so that would be the yeah. equivalent of paying like 500 a month health insurance throughout the year, which yeah. my, that's what my COBRA when I was on Cobra in 2014 and 15, it was $550 a month for me to be on Cobra, which I just thought was ridiculous. It is. That's just too much. Well, with uh, insurance, before I went on Medicare uh, for uh, two and a half months, and I had like two or three treatments of radiation during that time, I had 44 in all. In two and a half months, my part of the bill was uh, 12500 But think about how much that bill was. Oh, yeah. It was over 100000 wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean Jesus. Yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's scary how expensive this stuff is. Yeah. But when they say, well, I don't want to pay for it, everybody's going to get ill. And everybody's going to... And we're all paying for everybody. Yeah. It's all thrown into one. You know, yeah. I mean... It, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean... I've I've used all I've been in corporate insurance I've been on Cobra I've been on the Affordable Care I've done it all, and they're going to get you one way or the other. Yeah, You're, they're going to get money from you one. And I you know I get it I I don't believe that I my hernia surgery should be free I should have to pay for especially since we're not paying for it in taxes I I was ready to pay that I was ready to pay I mean thirty thousand surgery six of it came out of my pocket so that means insurance still paid for twenty four thousand of it think about that. Yeah. I mean, so, but I don't know what the answer is. 
Well, I do. What but is I'm it? Not, no, I'm not going to. What's the answer? What? So you're going to keep it from America? Uh, yeah. That's not uh, fair. Biden he, could he, Biden could use uh, your help. Uh, yeah. I, he he put up set up a website for donations. But, when but, does that? When does these hearings start? Is that uh, Thursday, Thursday night? night. Oh, it's at night. Yeah, yeah, prime time. Prime time. What channel? All oh, of them. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, not all of them. No, you're right. Uh, CNN <coughs> and MSNBC. I know you guys are hopeful, but you do realize all it's going to do is embolden the. The right. It's just gonna. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're the gonna people, rally. The people that want to watch it will watch it. The people that really need to watch it are not gonna watch Nothing it. Nothing will change, and yeah. I don't think anything will come from it. I think the analysis so far has been the only thing they're trying to do is influence some of the independent voters that maybe haven't made up their mind on it yet. Yeah, so we'll see. Well, I, I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not sure how much of it I'm gonna. I won't watch it when Andy Griffith's on. I <laughs> tell you that. Well, Andy Griffith is actually going to. Uh, there's a seance that they're gonna hold. Yeah. Who. Would he been Andy? Would Andy have been Biden or Trump? Uh, Trump. Thinking Trump. Yeah, yeah. How about Otis? Uh, Otis would have been Biden. Think so? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. How about Eleanor Poltis? Huh? <laughs> How about Ernest T. Bass? Uh, Anarchist. <laughs> no, Ernest T. Bass would have been uh, uh, Biden. Biden. They were very. Yeah, I. What was going on? I interviewed Hal Smith, Otis. Yeah, we interviewed him on on KFMH. Yeah, and he was extremely liberal. Was he? Yeah. How about Uh, Barney? Don uh, Knotts? I don't know. We both got autographed pictures of uh, Hal Smith, and two days later he was dead. (laughs) Yeah, he died. Well, Well, it was like two weeks. Something like that. Was this like in the 90s? (laughs) Yeah, the early 90s. (laughs) Two weeks later. Listen, I interviewed Steve Allen here. Two weeks later, he was dead. I interviewed, uh, God, I interviewed a lot of people that died like two weeks later. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're still here. And I'm still here. <laughs> but oh, oh, Joe Besser, uh, yeah. who was uh, a comedian out of the 50s. Curly Abbott Joe. And Costello and Curly Joe with the Stooges and everything. And the, interviewed and him. the Joey Bishop show. Yeah, God. interviewed him and like four days later dies of a heart attack. How old was he? Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, know. Hal Smith had to be in his seventies or eighties, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Do we have Hello? a caller? Hello. Would Otis vote for Reynolds just because of her stance on alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a fair question. <coughs> that is a fair question. Hal Smith. Didn't he die in like nineteen ninety four? Ninety three or four? Ninety four. How did I know? Ninety four, the last, as KFMH was closing down, it was, <laughs> it was January. In fact, it was the day that I traveled up here and signed the papers to buy it. That's the day he died. Yeah. God, Hal Smith has been dead for almost thirty years. January twenty eighth of ninety four. Wow. So we must have talked to him like January sixteenth or something. I mean, yeah. I think Ron Howard and Eleanor Donahue are about all that's left. Eleanor Donahue, I believe, is still alive. She's like she in her early 90s. Yeah. But didn't Arnita Corsett recently? She was 77. Betty Lynn just recently died? Yeah. Yep. Ar- I mean, there's nobody left. I mean, there's nobody left from that show. Well, Leon. Ron and Leon are about it. Yep, Ron and Clint. Yeah. and But the show also debuted 62 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think about that. October of 1960. She is 85. And she still looks pretty damn good. Who? For 85, Eleanor Donahue. Well, she looked pretty good for 25. Well, she was greatest. I loved her in uh, Get a Life with uh, 
with uh, Chris Elliott. I have not seen that, but I did oh, read oh where God, I forgot about part that. of the reason she didn't come back, they didn't, she, they didn't feel that she and Andy had good chemistry. Yeah. And um, so that's why they didn't renew her. But I will, Andy never had a, all his women on that show were just steaming. Yeah. I'd give, if we, let's rank them. Should we rank the women? Uh, Joanna Moore would be number one yeah. for me. And then probably Eleanor Donahue. Um, then you had Susan Langdon, Julie Adams. Susan Langdon was. She played the one member. Andy yeah. kept trying to be alone with her, but Barney kept in. Yeah, coming oh, yeah. there and eating pizza, and um, that's back when pizza was. Barney called the pizza mozz. He would prefer what kind of pizza we having tonight? Mozzarella. I mean, that's back. <laughs> pizza really wasn't that popular in the fifties uh-uh. and sixties, was it? Uh. Uh-uh. Because like I've said before, I remember Pizza Hut coming out and going there with the red and white tablecloths and eating pizza and being yeah. like, wow, this is wild. What's going on here? Pizza was, it was more than just hamburgers being served now. You could get pizza out. Yeah, and it was real meat. And it was like, that was probably the late 60s, early 70s. So when that stuff was, I mean, was there a lot of pizza being eaten in the 40s and 50s? I don't, really. I don't know. I don't remember eating pizza until... Um, Hell, I was like 16. Did your mom ever like make homemade? My mom, every once in a while, made homemade pizza. Uh, yeah, my parents used to. Because there weren't many places. I mean, my mom did. Okay, let's say I'm seven years old in 1970, 71. Where do you go for pizza? There's, there weren't Domino's. There wasn't. I mean, we got a, a uh, what was it? God, uh, Village Inn. Village Inn? No, not a village. And what the hell was it called in the Quad Cities? Happy Italian Jones? Village. Oh, Italian Village, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a great place. Yeah. We had the Italian Village. They had pizza back in the pizza. 60s? Yeah. Pizza, yeah, well, 60s. I'm sure there probably were places 65. in Des Moines. We just didn't go to them. My, like I said, my dad was yeah. not a pizza fan. 65. You know who else's birthday is today? And I can't believe he's still alive. Your 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 uh, good friend, Gary U.S. Bonds. He's 83. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's old, but at 83 is not. I mean, that's, I got 10 years. The Stones are touring yeah. at 83. Yeah, yeah getting And remarrying. <laughs> they just played yeah. Munich, Germany last night. Did they? Yeah. You going to go see the Stones when they come here, Captain? <laughs> if they would come here, yes. Would you, I've seen them. Would you like them out here? What? At the station here? They get there and then they turn and they, they see go. that road and they refuse <laughs> to come in. <laughs> they go, hey, we would have come, but you couldn't even get the consoles. <laughs> So they are coming here, right? When do they get over here? I don't think they've scheduled any U.S. states. It's all Europe right now. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, I can only Do they sound as... Do they still sound pretty good? I mean, isn't Mick almost 80? He's 78. Him and Keith are 78. Ronnie Wood just turned 75. That's incredible that they're still able I to do it. They're doing about a two-hour show. Good for them. That's incredible. They're not yeah. really, you know, breaking outside the box. It's still the the, the nuggets. I think they brown played, sugar and they played a song called time. "Out of Time" that they had never played it live before, um, because it was a hit from another British artist in the '60s. They somebody covered it and they just kind of let them have it. Hmm. But they played it uh, in where were they? Madrid on Thursday. I don't know what they played last night. I haven't had a chance to look and see what they're saying. Well, meanwhile, was. McCartney's out there and he's doing... He's doing two and a half to three hour shows. Yeah. yeah. And he's 78, isn't he? <laughs> he yeah. He's got like a 35 or 36 song set list. God. Yeah. It's amazing. And he doesn't awesome. take an intermission. Those no. Guys, those guys are almost 80. Yeah. Think about that. Uh, I took a picture of the set list. I mean, after a while, Mick's going to be like Burt Mustin. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, 
That would be something. <laughs> I saw an old replay. Johnny Carson had, they had Burt Mustin on. It was a show from like 1976. He died like six months later from the, but he, I mean, he was on the Johnny Carson show at 76 and the guy was born in like 1884. Well, he didn't act until he 60, was 65. 65, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He was a car, he was a car salesman uh, in yeah. Pittsburgh. Well, I got to interview him. I loved it because you could get all these old guys. Oh, he and would have I been. would set out to get these old guys. His is a I, fascinating story. Yeah. He was great. He and became a celebrity when most people retire. Yeah. And I talked to him. He made a lot of money, he too. He was on the, 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 I interviewed him for about an hour. Yeah, he's and I didn't fascinating. Have to, yeah, but I he was hardly enough. He worked a long. I mean, he worked. Yeah. I mean, didn't he work 20 years in Hollywood? Yeah, he was a working oh. actor for sure. And he did tons of different stuff. Yeah. He probably made a decent well, amount of money. He lived till he was 95. Something like 96, I think. Hello? Hey, Steve. Yeah, Ronnie. We saw uh, Frankie Valli uh, set uh, oh, did you? night, and he's 88. Yeah. <laughs> How did he, he, he played at the, he did at a, the he, mark. It, it was a two-hour two show. How did he do? He did okay. He did okay. He had uh, some members of uh, Jersey Boys background in him. You know, four guys? Yeah. And he was like in the middle. Uh, he stood still for the longest except for the second set. Then he was more active then, you know, in the second hour. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, it was a great concert down at Slaymate. Ah, cool. In Moline. I have some uh, pictures on my phone. I'll show them to you when I see them. Yeah, I would love to see them. Yeah, okay. Somebody, Thank you, Ronnie. Somebody posted yeah. a video of uh, working my way back to you. He was, he was, he was in pretty good voice. No, his voice is... Is that Frankie Valli? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he do... What other <coughs> songs does he do? Big Girls Don't Cry. Sherry. Sherry. Yeah, yeah, all the... Sherry, Sherry, Sherry baby. Um, doesn't he also do... Oh, what a night. Yeah. Late December. Yep. <laughs> you are just... Good God. You're a Come freak. Come on, Ronnie. God. You are a freak. Uh, why? Because uh, I'm not saying I like that stuff. <laughs> I don't mind. I mean, I, a, I don't I don't dislike I can, Frankie Valli. He's harmless. Yeah. I've got McCartney set list from May 13th in Los Angeles. There's like 40 songs on here. Could you see Frankie Valli doing Pigs on a Wing, though? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. <coughs> <laughs> Eighty-eight though to be out, still doing it. That's yeah, I'm happy that's for. That's amazing. great. That's great. I mean, that's me thirty-one years from now. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, think of that. I'm yeah. not sure what I'll be doing thirty-one years from now, but I hopefully it won't be drawing a crowd. He died at ninety-two. <laughs> My God, he died on the January twenty-eighth. Who did? Uh, Bert Mustin, only nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, he knew he died in seventy-seven. He was ninety-two. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. the show I saw him on Carson, he, it was like January of '76, so he was—he had about another year to live. I always liked watching. He—he he was on a lot. Oh, he was on ton. He was Gus from Leave It to Beaver. He was yes. a fireman. Yes. Yeah. His last role was on uh, CBS's Phyllis, which was an offshoot from Mary Tyler. I remember yeah, that. With yeah. Floris Leachman. Hello. I tuned in late. I heard something about pigs on the wing. Is Henson flying back to DC today? <laughs> She's flying high. She got Trump's endorsement over the weekend. Yeah. She, he also endorsed Reynolds. Gee, there's a shot. I know. Yeah. You, you didn't give him a rim shot. Don't. There's a. I should. Yeah. You're a little. <laughs> um. What are you looking up now, Captain? I uh, just uh, his death. Burt Mustin. I'm guessing yeah. he died of old age. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing his body just said, you know. You know. 
we had like, and I don't remember uh, who they were, but we had like two uh, two people that were in their seventies and they died, and they were doing uh, autopsies. You know, what did they die of? And they were in their late seventies, and then some uh, some star died at ninety eight, and uh, people on social media were saying, you know, well, what did he die of? <laughs> Old age. I, I hit my head. I was in the studio in Muscatine, and we had this newswoman uh, that was reading obit. They read obituaries at the time in Muscatine, and uh, she was reading uh, this obituary, and she goes, uh, you know, like uh, uh, Peter Jones, uh, ninety-nine, uh, died unexpectedly. <laughs> <laughs> when I started laughing, and I tipped over my chair and hit my head on the equipment rack, which was behind me. Knocked myself out. I mean, my parents were both 91 when they died. It's not unexpected. No, well, my dad, we saw it. It took about a week. My yeah. dad was in hospice for like five days. Yeah. His body just gave out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but he was almost 92. He had had a good life. His body had stayed strong until like the last six to nine months. And that's just what happens. Well, I'll tell you what, I, if I could, if I could live till 90 too mostly healthy i mean you can't ask for much yeah. more than that that's like no, if i really get can't if i get depressed about my parents being gone that's what i remind myself i mean like Suter lost his dad at what 56 yeah my dad lived almost 40 years longer than that and my mom did too so that's the kind of what i because father's day's coming up i just want to keep my brain working and when my brain well stops, that yeah i mean when your brain stops my mom had some trouble at the end i mean yeah. and she was so smart but I mean, her mind gave out almost as much as her body did. It was just time for both of them, and that's as rough it is when it happens. It does. Ooh, I see. Looks like a little truck progress out there. Yeah, just saw a big truck coming by, pulling something. My parent, my mom died when I was thirty-eight, and my dad died when I was forty-seven. I think. How old were they? Uh, my mom was in her late seventies, and my dad uh, was eighty-four. Okay, so you've got. I mean, they were, we had they had they had me and my little brother later in life. I mean, the average life expectancy for a male right now is seventy six, according to Peter Navarro. You saw him yeah. plead, whining about not wanting to spend his last four. Years. I'm seventy two. I could spend the rest of my life in jail if I. Yeah, too bad. Too bad for you. He, <laughs> I, he, I don't think he'll do any jail time. Do you? Uh, yeah, he might do some. He's not going to. No, I don't much. think him doing jail time would be enough to. No. To strike anarchy. And Nobody cares about Peter Navarro. No, but I Trump's not going to do jail time. No. no president. It's just not going to no, happen. No, they won't do that. I mean, Nixon got... It's not going to... He's no. not going to do jail time. And I don't really care if he does. I mean, I... I, I mean, just don't want him to run again. Well, I do think... You think that's what their goal is with this stuff? Because I yes. think if they try to get that... it's. Do you think if they try to... I think there's going to be riots. There's going to be riots anyway. And but if, if they specifically rule that he can't. What happens if he doesn't? What happens if he runs and he doesn't win again? Well, he'll say the same thing, Rick. Yes, and, and then hoax. The, and then there'll be another mess. I'm curious to see if he and DeSantis are going to be able to stay he unified. Really needs to step on on the stage and spontaneously combine. Do you think he and DeSantis and are going to be able to stay unified though for yeah. the next two years? No, I think eventually he's going to turn on DeSantis. Don't you? Yeah, and DeSantis is... Beating him in straw polls? DeSantis, I don't, you know, I don't get this meanness. This country is mean. It really is. It's turned mean. 
uh, with the don't say gay stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, teachers are evil and they're groomers and all this yeah, crap all that that's coming out of that party. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't understand it. Uh-oh, we're talking politics. But it is, June, what, June 6th? Yeah. <laughs> but remember, we're not supposed to stay in our lane. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's these are it's going to be interesting. So, what channels is this stuff going to be on? Is it going to be all like I on? I would imagine it's, it's not going to be on like five eight, or not NBC, ABC, and I don't know. Maybe the first C-SPAN will have it for sure. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Well, and it is you know there's not it's not a ratings month or anything. Will so CNN have it from start to finish? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Fox. I'm sure Fox probably will. I don't know. News, right as of right now, it's not on their schedule. Newsmax sure won't, but Newsmax it. is so irrelevant. Yeah. Newsmax is pretend. I mean, it's, they don't have. But no, any, I've just. They I, don't have any bureau. You know, it's like OAN. I don't have any expectations. They don't have though. any bureaus. They don't. I mean, Newsmax isn't anywhere, but it's it's a studio. It's as much as we're doing right now on YouTube. But do you really have any expectations? I don't think it's going to move the needle at all. I hope it will. No, if anybody, I hope it can, no, if somebody can watch what happened on January 6th and dismiss it or call it a hoax. Uh, if they're that ingrained in there's no hope in fantasy, then there is no hope for it. I mean, there seriously isn't. People that are going to support him are lost, and they're lost to what the country's about, and they seriously are. And you can say, well, the for the policies, we don't even know what policies they have anymore. They haven't had an agenda now through two election cycles. There's no agenda. But my thing with DeSantis, and this does involve sports, you saw what he did with Tampa Bay Devil Rays, yeah. because they believe in something he doesn't. Yeah, he's a, uh, he's, a, he's a dictator. I mean, he's stripping. Now, I do have views. I'm not, I've never been crazy about using public tax money for, for... I do see that argument, but it shouldn't be based on whether they agree with my ideology or not. Yeah. I do see a side of, well, why are our taxes being used to help a million-dollar a multi-million dollar baseball organization. I do see that. I, I do see that argument, but not just because they don't share your beliefs. Well, you're helping him the same way you're building stadiums or anything. You bring people in. It's like, you know, look at all the money that the, that the Hawkeyes in those seven games bring in. Look at all the money that, you know. But he better be that, careful because a team like Tampa Bay could turn around and leave in a heartbeat. Yeah. And go somewhere. Well, you know, it's been discussed uh, in closed circles at Disney. Where are they going to go, though? Texas? No. <laughs> I'm no. Sure. Where, where are they no, going to go? I, Cal- I don't know. They're already in California. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's really anywhere to go. But Brand, I'll tell Branson. you one thing. Disney's going to be around a lot longer than DeSantis is. Yeah. Oh, sure. I just don't understand why we just can't compromise more. There's just no. There's no compromise. There's no compromise. That guy said the country is mean, and it doesn't want to compromise, and it doesn't want to respect the other side, both sides. Oh, I they agree. They don't want to respect the other side. Because there's a lot of nutty liberals on Twitter saying, lock this person up, lock this person. I mean, the very same thing that they bitched about during the early Trump, they're doing that now. Both sides yeah. are hypocrites. They basically just... It's uh, not working. No. I mean, it seriously isn't working, and then, there, and then there's stupidity on both sides, too. It has nothing to do... This inflation has nothing to do whatsoever with Biden. And I agree with you, but, and Captain, it, you do realize that the circumstances were different. If Trump was in right now, 
the liberals on the, would be blaming Trump. But of course I would. I'm not okay. saying you would, but the liberals would be blaming. Trump. I understand that, and that's yeah. where we're. That's the problem yeah. we have. I've really always have... said it's your. It's it's on their watch. Well, they're they're you know generally people think they're responsible. Yes. Well, if it was just happening here, then you can blame Biden or you can blame Trump. If it was just happening here, but the fact of the matter is, it's happening everywhere. It's happening in every country. It's happening around the globe. It's not Biden or Trump or any of this crap. Now, some of it's influenced by Biden or Trump, but very, very little of it. Inflation, and, and I do believe, and I honestly do believe, and I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I do believe the oil companies are screwing Oh, us. I do too. Oh, God. But they've been doing that for They years. were given 6,600 wells they could dig under Trump, and the Democrats bitched about it, and then... Biden said, here's another 3,000, and the Democrats bitched about that, but they're not using any of it. I know. And they're not pumping, and I think there isn't some circles saying we'd rather have some circles here saying we'd rather have Republicans over here running things. But for the most part, they're just gouging the world right now. Well, And then people don't want to go electric. Why in the hell wouldn't you want to go? Well, you heard people uh, saying that. And of course, it's not that easy. You got to find electric cars are not cheap yet, and you got to plan your trips. Yeah, yeah. Because there's not many places to get recharged. It's, I mean, it's, it's a different world. But yeah, no, I, I mean, maybe someday we'll get to the point where most of us are driving I, electric cars, but well, they're just too damn expensive now. I, mean, I know, yeah. but they I start think at like thirty grand. Even hi, even hybrid cars are yeah. expensive. But, but I think that they we will get there. Well, I think so. You know, maybe not in my life. But to be I, messing with these sports teams, you know, the Miami Heat came out, and I was surprised yeah. they did. They came out and made a st- statement after the Uvalde about gun <laughs> control. You know that had to drive DeSantis nuts. But if he's going to start tearing down all these professional teams, that's to me, that's hurting your own product. They're a big part of what Florida is. Well, so is Disney. Oh, I no, I agree. I mean, Disney's forty four. But then there's this argument. Well, people income. people are moving to Florida like never before because around people have been moving to Florida for decades because it's no state tax and the weather's warm. Yeah, I mean, but to act like it's because of the anti woke charge by is just disingenuous. <laughs> I get so tired of that. Stupid. Oh, I've been accused of being woke just because I'm on this show. Woke. I'm on because just because I work with you guys. Yeah, I'm a, I'm woke. Well, you are. Listen, I woke up today at six thirty. Woke. What, what? Woke means aware, aware. and caring. Yeah. yeah. If you if you don't, you know. So you want to be. Should Deb go slower down that road? Check her out. I mean, I walk. She fast. always goes. I walk faster. She than that. always goes slow down yeah. that thing. I think she's worried one of those potholes are just going to eat her up. Should not be any now? No, it's all gravel. Yeah. Yeah. There were a few. Standing water. But we got a lot of rain. Didn't we get a lot of rain last night? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, we did get away. And we actually kind of needed it a little bit. We didn't get any thunder. I didn't hear any thunder. No. But no, this, I mean, there's so much intertwining of sports, religion, and politics right now. And yet people are always being told to stay in your own lane. There are no lanes anymore. No. I mean, think about how much religion and politics are intertwined now. Hello. You know, some people are saying that Top Gun's popular because it's anti-woke. I personally went to see Kelly McGillis get her neck licked, but then I didn't realize how many chins she had, if you've seen her lately. Well, yeah, Top Gun came out. 
I never watched the original. Top, I watched like five. <laughs> that movie just means nothing to me. I just. I never watched the original Top Gun. Maybe like five minutes of it. It was boring. I'm not a Tom Cruise. So the the make what is it Maverick? I no yeah, interest. Yeah, yeah I, I expected James Gardner in it. I won't watch it even if it comes out when it comes out on HBO and stuff. I probably won't watch it. I just most of Tom Cruise's movies I just have no interest in. Now there is something interesting though. There's something in his jacket that he's wearing, CNN, that is promoting Taiwan. Did you see that? Yeah. And they're theorizing it's because China was supposed to back this movie and then pulled out their backing in 2019. <laughs> so this is their way of making a statement to China in support. I was on Tom Cruise's jacket that he was wearing. But, I, but yeah, yeah, no, I saw Kelly McGillis. I mean, it happens to all of us, man. It's called aging. Yeah, look at me. But she did not age real well. No. no, you don't all get but, to be Betty White. That was, okay. also, that was okay. also 36 years ago, too. Yeah, yeah but you, I haven't seen her lately. Let me look. They, and it's a totally unflattering picture of her compared to... So she's in the remake of the movie? No. They wonder why she wasn't, and then they... Oh, okay, okay. How old is she? Oh, she's got it. Wait, 64. She's 64. Yeah. Wow, she's not as old look as Look what that. happened to Kathleen Turner. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought she was old, so she was pretty young when that... She was like in her early 20s when that movie. When Body Heat came out, yeah. No, I'm talking about Kelly McGillis. Oh, when she Kelly was also, McGillis doesn't look that bad, really. She was all, Remember her in Witness? It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, I love movies. that movie. Love that movie. Yeah, she really doesn't look that bad. I mean, you age. That's what you have to do. You right. do. Or you, you die. Or you make yourself plastic. Or, or you're Benjamin Button. Yeah. How about that movie? <laughs> Marlo Thomas posted a picture of her and Phil yeah. Donahue together. Too much... Uh, Plastic surgery. Yeah, and he looks like uh, Phil Donahue, only yeah, old. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Hey, shots. <clears throat> no, I, you know, I mean, I didn't have these chins when I was no. 40. No. Just a single chin. Yeah. I lost, <laughs> I lost mine, but it took two years of walking five miles a day to do it. Yeah. I don't have much to grab here. It's weird when you lose weight. You always think you're losing it. You don't think about losing it in places like here and around your shoulder. You always think about your gut and your butt. But it's right. You lose it. Like I used to be able to grab a ton here. Now I can't grab that much. That's how I can kind of tell if I'm gaining or. Well, my uncle wasn't really uh, heavy, and he had he they had the original turkey neck. Well, (laughs) some of it's just the luck of the draw. Yeah. 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 And I'm to the point where I don't know. I'm 73. I could go at any time. You're six years. You're five years younger than Mick Jagger. Quit whining. I could go. You're five years younger than Mick Jagger, Captain. When Mick Jagger, yeah, you could say that. But I'm uh, 50 years older than his uh, wife. That's fine. But all I'm saying is, (laughs) you're five years younger than Mick Jagger. So Hunter and I aren't going to sympathize you. In in a lot of ways, you're not really that old. In stone years, you're young. <laughs> and, you know, Mick Jagger really technically <laughs> never got married because he was, he was technically married to Jerry Hall, but they got married on an island, some remote Pacific island in a ceremony that, I don't know, they, they, he claimed that it wasn't an actual marriage, and he's never married again. Okay. And Keith Richards has only been married the one time, and he's still married to um, Patty Hansen. Okay. <clears throat> so he's, he's actually... He's actually the most, and Charlie Watts, of course, was married to his high school, uh, the same woman for since 1963 or four, but uh, 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 Mick and uh, Ronnie Wood <laughs> more than make up for it. I think uh, Ronnie Wood's twins are like eight or nine right well, now. Well, Bill Wyman. God. 
Oh, I know Wyman. he's not with them anymore, but didn't Bill Wyman <laughs> marry someone who was like 13? Yes, 19. No, I think she was 13. When, when they started going out. Yeah. God, I think they were. she was 13 when they started dating. Yeah. Well, then there was that stuff about Carl Malone. On, do you see that stuff about Carl Malone? So I, I guess he supposedly impregnated somebody who, when he was 20 and she was 13, a friend in the neighborhood. And there was this anti-Carl Malone rally on Twitter, people just ripping him. Because somebody tweeted, what's the greatest sports scandal that just kind of went away? And that was when the Carl Malone, his, that was, a lot, that was one of the most popular answers. Well, I don't even remember that. <clears throat> Nugent uh, basically did the same thing, uh, didn't he? Bought a girl at fourteen from her parents. Yeah, and the people that support Nugent will defend him, and the people. That, I and mean, then, and then after that ended, someone that was sixteen. No, he's a pedophile. Yeah, I mean, he, God, I hate that guy. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine being around a fourteen-year-old girl. And his, I mean, oh, he, I know. And his music sucks. His music. I mean, I had no idea what his political affiliation was before I determined that his music sucks. <laughs> I mean, his music is just not. I just don't think he's that. Everyone says, "Well, he's an, a great guitarist." No, he's not. No, he he's really is. He's flashy, isn't. but he's not great. Tommy Bolin was a way better guitarist oh, than Ted yeah. Nugent. And I know some no. people would fight me Nugent on that. Nugent is loud. He's loud. Yeah. What are you looking for now? I'm looking I went for... to a I went to a concert that he was the opening act for, and I I got there just in time uh, to hear him put his guitar against the speaker for feedback, and people walking out to get beers at you know for the inter- intermission, and they just looked like they were just bombarded with noise. They looked just like they were st- just literally stunned. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't go to a why would you go? What, what's the, what's the fun of that? Well, he was in the Quad Cities, and I interviewed him, and uh, he was funny at the time, and he wasn't political. Um, yeah. But he uh, he was strange, and I didn't know anything about him. I didn't know about, you know, his... Uh, I just don't like his kind of music. It just yeah. doesn't work for me. Yeah, I don't get it. It has nothing to do with politics. I don't like his music. I'm sure there's some hardcore leftist musicians whose music I don't like. Well, there's a lot of music. I mean, you don't like. See, I don't look. I mean, I can. I don't look for, for that either. But well, what's his politi- What's his political stand? Before I mean, I don't care about that crap. Yeah, I, I don't. Really I mean, I think John Voight's an incredible actor. Not only, I think he's a nutbag. Now well, he did. He did come out. Yeah, he came, came out, out and, and supported said, gun control. That stunned yeah, me. Yeah. But whether you like his politics or not, John Voight is a great actor. Yeah, he's an incredible. Great actor. I mean, I mean. I haven't seen that Ray Donovan, but you guys have told me he's great in that. Yeah, he is. And I don't care what his political stuff is. Now, Chachi, no, he ain't. I liked his uh, Sunshine Superman. Well, I love him in Conrad. Ray Donovan. Uh, uh, John Voight in Deliverance (laughs) and Conrad. I mean, he was great in Conrad. And that's one of my all-time favorite movies. What movie? Conrad? I did not watch Deliverance. You've never heard of Conrad? No. Oh, my. He's a teacher. He's a teacher on on a little tiny island off the shore of South... Carolina in the late 60s. It's a true story. And he basically has to fight racism. Hugh, Hugh Cronin is the racist school board. You should, it's an incredible movie. I mean, up. he's right in everything, but he's not a racist. Uh, I've never read where he was. Who, John Boyd? Yeah. No, he just believed in Trump. Yeah. He just believed in what really? Trump was. But he did come out and say, I, why? I'm like, he came out and said, yeah. man, we got to do something about these. I was stunned. And some people turned on him. You know, oh yeah, they yeah. called him woke. Woke. <laughs> no, Conrad. That that's a movie I would definitely recommend to you. Have you seen October Sky? Uh uh-uh. uh That's another movie that's that I. Would, movie. It's on right now. I I 
I want every time at the end I cry. It just I don't know what it is about the ending. It's a true story about Homer Hickam who designed shuttles. He grew up in the 50s in West Virginia when Sputnik was out. He dreamed of flying of building rockets. Oh. And you may, have you ever heard of the Rocket Boys? Mhm. That's it's he was the head of the Rocket Boys. There was four high school kids from a coal mining town in West Virginia. Chris Cooper plays his dad in the movie and I think Chris Cooper's one of the best support role actors oh out god there. yes he's incredible oh yeah he's so good in this movie and then the lady who plays the wife in this movie i don't know her name it's one of the few movies i've seen her in she's incredible um but october sky now have you seen the water horse mm-hmm. that's another movie that i would recommend highly to anyone those are three movies right there conrack october sky and the water horse i recommend those to any of our listeners and if you don't like them you can call in and Call me an idiot, but those, I, I don't. I think you'll you'll love all all three movies. October Sky, it's on right now too. They're recycling it on Stars, and I hell, I think I watched it twice over. Not from start to finish, but like I, the one it was halfway through, and I'm like, eh, I'm going to watch the end of this, and it just the ending's incredible. Um, Laura Dern's in it. She plays the teacher that dies of Hodgkins that inspired these guys to think beyond the coal mining town. It came out. That movie came out 23 years ago, Captain. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal was a young well, kid. When did Conrack. Conrack came out in 72, 73. Yeah. He did Deliverance and Conrack right about the same time. Hmm. Oh, you haven't seen Deliverance? No. I don't want to yeah, see it. Yeah, it's rough. It's, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't want to see Deliverance. It's disturbing. <laughs> Aintree. Why the hell do you want to go to Aintree? <laughs> but it's, man, Burt Reynolds is great in that movie. But no, it's a, definitely a disturbing movie. Ned Beatty basically drew the short straw in that movie. <laughs> So to speak. But then, you know, the nice thing is 20 years later, he's Rudy's dad and Rudy. <laughs> yeah, Rudy's a dick. Rudy's getting a lot of play right John now. John Goodman's dad and Roseanne. You know, seriously, <laughs> that guy's, we interviewed Rudy and Rudy's a jerk. Oh, Rudy's a dick. <laughs> he really is. My dad did what not a, like Rudy at all. What a jerk. He, he, yeah, well, didn't he? We, we looked it up. He had some issues, too. Yeah. But yeah, the um, and then Forrest Gump is still on every day. On it's not just it's on all different types. Usually it's stars or HBO. Forrest Gump is recycled by every movie channel out there. It's on. I bet it's on right now somewhere. Well, Paramount runs the Indiana Jones movies like every other weekend, like in a marathon. And I've never seen any of them. Really? Never seen any of them. You know, seriously. I'm not bragging. I'm just yeah. saying. That I'm and most people say that's weird that I haven't seen them. It's, I, it's odd. I wouldn't say totally weird, but I got interviewed last week uh, because I'm up for this award thing, and uh, I, I don't know who was interviewing me, but um, <laughs> I really don't. So you just took a call. I took a call, and they started interviewing me and said, "You're up for this," and, and you know, and I was busy at the time with that board, uh, you know, uh, unscrewing stuff to make it work, and, and anyway. Uh, you know, I brought up, I, you know, you know, what have you done? And I talked, well, we talked, you know, we've interviewed presidents. We interviewed the people running like Hillary Clinton and everything. And he goes, what was the difficult, most difficult interview? And I said, uh, was one we didn't get to conduct to the cow sales. And I brought up that the cow sales actually uh, thought to go on the, Station was an insult. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, seriously? I said, yeah. They wouldn't come on. <laughs> How about Elon Musk warrants he may walk away from his $44 billion deal 
to acquire Twitter if the social media network fails to provide data on spam and fake yeah, accounts. He oh, knows. Whatever. Go walk yeah, away. He's there. just screwing I'm so around. Sick he's of him. screwing around with the with the worth of the company. And he really should be uh, slapped around by the SEC. Well, I think he also knows he's building followers and worshippers too. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, I see people on Twitter all the time saying you have to open up to Elon Musk. He knows the the way. The he's like the new Joe Rogan. Well, you know, he, he's helping people make decisions for themselves because people can't think for their own anymore. No, apparently, no, they need to see what. Gee, what's Joe Rogan think about that before I actually make a decision? Yeah, <laughs> just, what's this guy that has no basis for coming up with anything think of this? And I don't get it. You know, I don't either, and, and Elon Musk, the SEC should, you know, if he doesn't go through with uh, uh, Twitter, they should just come down on him hard because this is just ridiculous. You know, it, it is. You he, think he's going to end up buying it? Uh, no. I never have. And I don't care. I mean, I... Well, he's talking about making it this, that, and the other. Well, he might be able to do that here... He's not going to be able to uh, let her rip as far as truth versus uh, falseness in Europe. They've already, you know, Twitter's already a different company in Europe than it is here. Mm -hmm. I mean, because of the laws that Europe has put into place. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of crap that he says he's going to do, and it's only going to affect here. Twitter's worldwide. And Twitter has caused a lot of harm in a lot of countries uh, with with putting this false narrative out there. They've, they've killed really tens of thousands of people with a false narrative. What about COVID? In other countries. Not only COVID. I mean, they get involved uh, in wars in Africa. <coughs> it, it, it's really, social media has done a lot of harm. Oh, tell me about it. I mean, it is, seriously. We look at it. It does good, but it does it a lot of harm. We look at it from our standpoint, and, and yeah, COVID. Well, you know, I just was looking uh, at, you know, the uh, CDC. It's rising. I know here at the university, COVID is rising again. Uh, you know, and they're, they're working overtime. I know that. And yet you print something and they're going after whoever, you know, ABC. And well, the case. mask wearing is increased. Like I said, when I went into yeah. hy yesterday, I was stunned at how many people. And it wasn't just old people. And more of their workers were no, wearing masks. They, well, and we're yeah. in high transmission rate right I now. I felt out of place. I, I kind of felt bad. Well, I mean, this is just getting ridiculous where you, you put an article up. ABC puts the article up. It's just it's citing facts. Uh, you know, if you have any intelligence whatsoever, you know any buddy that works in a hospital that, you know, they're having problems again. What if Suter brings COVID back say, again? He could. Well, but he's vaccinated. He won't get sick, but he could bring it back well, like then, he did the last time. Well, then he won't be here bringing it back. He'll, then that his three-week vacation home. will turn into a month. He'll be gone for a month. <laughs> <laughs> now, where he's going, is it real high over in the areas he's going? COVID? It's, he's on a cruise ship. I wouldn't. I but would they board. They get off and go into land. They don't, pay me. they don't spend the whole time on the boat. I don't know. Pay me I have no idea what's going on. In it. Everybody's got, again, you know, people here are so dim-bulbed. That they don't get it. People, by the millions and millions, have died around the world. This isn't just the USA. It's six and a half million. America first crap doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work because of technology. It doesn't work because of trade deals. It doesn't work. I mean, I don't worry about COVID for me personally because I'm double boosted. I so am I. 
And some people will say, you realize those boosters are causing blood clots? No, no, they're not. not. No, they're not. No, they're not causing anything. anything. They're not causing anything, but that's, that's social media, and it's people that are lying for one reason or another or just because they And I liars. didn't go get my COVID shots to prove a point or to own the right or whatever. I did it because I made my decision that it's the best thing for me because I trust the science in this case. Yeah, and if, I and if that makes me woke, Fine, I don't care. Well, yeah, and if I, I got to wear a stupid mask to go to the store because yeah. the transmission rate's high, it's I'm going to wear a mask. I'll wear one. I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to die if I get it, but I don't want to get it. Well, I believe in uh, vaccines because of polio. I, I lived through it. Yep. Polio, uh, you know, rubella, I all of that. I've lived through it. I've seen them work, and you know, I've had the flu shot every year. I've seen it work. So, you know, you can say woke, you can, you know, you, they have turned on doctors, they've turned on teachers, they've turned on librarians. Jesus Christ. Well, the one lady in Arizona running, what, Lori Lake? Yeah. She wants, if she wins, she wants to imprison Fauci. She wants to put him in prison. Well, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene wants this to be a purely Christian country. I saw that. You know. And F, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Well, F her. I don't listen to her. I mean, you she know, and I mean, yeah, but th- th- they elected her, the, you know, in the primary. by de- And she's going to destroy the black man she's running against. I know that Martin, he's a former army infantry man. He's got a yeah. great, but he, I just don't think he has a chance. Do you in that no. area? No. It's like 80% Republican. No. It's just not going to happen. Hello. Oh, you're on to another topic. I'll let you go. I, <laughs> I don't want to bring you back. What, what, what? What topic? Uh, you were going to defend... Oh, I'll go all the way back to Ted Nugent. No, I don't want to go back. <laughs> you like Nugent? Some of Nugent's music, of course I like. It's Wango better than Tango! The, uh, driver's seat in Cockburn. So, Wango Tango. Oh, I like... Sweet Poon Tang. No, Wang Bang Sweet Poon Tang. Yeah, I'd much rather hear happens. Wondering Where the Lions Are by Bruce Colbert <laughs> yeah. than any of that nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, what I was calling in is you were talking about being double boosted. I'm the same thing, Pat. But what I read in an article last week, it, it was talking about the variants that are out there now. I think it's two one one two and four and five mm-hmm. are four or five times more likely to break through, even if you got like Omicron or you're double boosted. So that's why I was like, geez, I've got to start masking again. Yeah, because you've had, if, uh, you just had a heart attack last year. Yeah, I will. Pro- I'm going to probably start wearing a mask again when I go out in public because it just seems like everyone's doing it again. Yep. Yeah, and yeah when we were in New York, we, we wore masks everywhere unless we were outside or, you know, where it wasn't crowded. But, yeah. I mean, you really can't even see my teeth because I just the way my mouth is. I, so I'm done showing off my new expensive well, teeth. It does, <laughs> it does cover up my uh, double chin. <laughs> I pull it way down. <laughs> so, yep. 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 Where's this conversation going? <laughs> I think it's done. It's like, yeah. <laughs> these conversations don't go anywhere. They just spiral in. to add that little point. That's all uh, I was I'm, No, I'm, I appreciate you did. I read yeah. from a woke article. I'm yeah. glad you did. Appreciate. Thank, always appreciate the information. Thank you, Mace. It's science related. You really don't like Bruce no. Coburn wondering where the lines are? Anytime I can comment on uh, Captain's musical selections, I... And I don't hate Driver's Seat. I heard you guys playing that. It's not one of my... But I don't hate it. There's something about... How about Ace Fraley back in the New York groove? (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that song. I like that. What do you think of that too. one, Mace? All right. Yeah. I love yeah, that song. Right. Can we play? Do you play that here? No, and Boy, we should. I'm a, I'm a, no, we shouldn't. No, Why that's should a great we? song. I'm in the on this one, and it was a popular Why song. Why don't you like that song? No. Where Captain was it? Was that? That? It's clown music, Steve. <laughs> Look and see how where that charted. A- I love that song. Captain would play Beth. That's what he. Played. I like Beth. Yeah. I, uh, I I don't mind Beth. I mean, it's, it's like it shows that Kiss was capable of doing something yeah. besides yelling and screaming. Fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a That's love song, Mace. Yeah, country, it's a wonderful, a wonderful love song. All right. Um, no, that's when I go to pee during the concert. What are you looking up, Captain? Back in the New York groove. Ace Freely, that came out what, maybe? Oh, it, it semi-charted okay. Yeah, for me to have heard it, because I don't listen to I'm not a Kiss fan. 1978. I, okay, that's what I thought, late 70s. Right, so Tommy says he can put it in. I think that needs to be in. And I'm going to request that every time Molly's on, just to piss her off. <laughs> Maybe she likes it. I'm guessing Molly will not like it. She doesn't it. even know the song, probably. She'd never heard of Kaji Goo Goo Too Shy. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, not until I until I requested it one time. And she's like, I didn't uh, realize you like music like this. I think you programmed that, Captain. Thing. All these people think I just sit around and listen to Uma Guma all day. Here we go. Hire, I'm surprised you don't like this. <laughs> I love this song. This sounds like something like for a 70s TV show theme to me. I get that. Play the upside driver's seat. Great beat. I love the chorus too. It's a happy song. It is. Starring Brian. You gotta wait. Go at least finish the first chorus. How do you not like that? Yeah, how do you not like that, Hunter? You think Souter would like that? No. I'm guessing he probably... I would say yes. You say yes? I'm no. not sure on that. What it's do you think, Mace? You think Souter... All I'm saying... No, you know, I'm with Pat. He wouldn't like it. I don't think he would like it. Either you like it or you don't. That's, that's kind of the way music is. It's a There's happy, no rhyme or reason. You know, there's some people that are all... Song. You know, I got it. If it's not country, I don't like it. You know, and that kind of stuff. I'm open to different types of music. That one just does not do anything for me. Why? It's one of the greatest again, songs again, ever it's recorded. Subjective. <laughs> it's subjective. Why would you ask a question like that? Okay, that's kind of like my ex-wife going, "Why do you do the thing?" Back in the New York Groove, or well, I wondered the same thing. Oh, shut up! Afternoon delight. Back in the New York Groove or Afternoon delight. Well, I take it back in the New York Groove in a heartbeat. Okay, okay. Just want to see where you're coming from. How about you, Mace? Back in the New York Groove, or yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Put it in, Lang. I'll play it. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna play that thing. Oh yeah, he'll add now right? that he knows that I'm not a fan of it. We're he'll play it as play. much. And I'm not in here that much either. So no, it'll be a twin spin. I'll play. Shh. I'll play it back to back with itself. And then you'll interrupt it with pigs on the wing. And <laughs> a minute and eight seconds. Pigs on the wing. And we can do that in our pigs. system. We can play it all day if we want. Pigs on a wing. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Oh, is May still on? <laughs> yep. Yep. 
You're uh, keeping the you're keeping the line tied up for all the other important calls we're getting. This so, Mace, who I do you think I was trying to kill time so you could get out of there? Who do you so, think I was going to hire? Let other callers come through. Just wait for Dirk. That'll fill the rest of the show. Mace, who do you think I was going to hire in men's basketball assistant coach? <laughs> Just thought I'd ask him. Remember, we got to keep that affiliation with the Hawkeyes. That's why we're here. See you later, Mace. What do you think Kirk Ferentz thinks about back in the New York group? I bet he likes it. Yeah. You think so? Why wouldn't you like it? I bet he doesn't even heard it. Hello? I just saw breaking news on CNN. A flight from Chicago to Europe ran out of Scott. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Hey, I haven't said anything if his brother's listening. I have not said a word today, have I? Hawk, hawkfanatic.com. It's free. Check it out. The mighty 1630 KCJJ joins the LGBTQ community in celebrating Pride Month.